I grew up super ambitious. I know. You always had big goals. I got to a place in my life where I finally gave myself the permission to pursue my dreams full time. But somehow, no matter how much effort you put in, you weren't able to accomplish your goals. I got very down on myself and I was ready to give up. I remember. And then something switched in you after you started observing the people who had what you wanted. Yeah, I understood that they knew something I didn't know. That their foundation of beliefs, awareness, and knowledge was different than mine. That's powerful. And you did what you needed to do. I made it my mission to learn and to unlearn. This is Joy Culture. A safe place to extract the wisdom of stories, become conscious of the unconscious, and choose beliefs that serve the life that we desire. Hi, Hi everyone. Welcome, Welcome to, to Joy Culture. Culture. We couldn't decide who goes first and who welcomes you all to Joy Culture, so we decided uh, say it together. To say it together. I'm Anusha. I'm Toranj, and, and today we are gonna we're gonna answer some question cards, some conversation cards. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We already did this in Farsi, and we were um, decisive. Is that the word? Decisive? Not sure. Indecisive. Indecisive. As uh, to whether we should choose new questions for the English one or answer the same ones. And then we remembered the threats that we got on our page about how, it, since we're doing this in two languages, we better, we better keep them exactly the same. Because so people don't want to miss misinformation. <laughs> so here it goes again. We're going to okay. answer some questions. Maybe we should just shuffle them at yeah, least. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll start with my answers first this time. Okay. Tell me something uh, that was stolen from you. Um, I... Hey! <laughs> Did you hear the abuse that I have to undergo with this woman? Um, something that was stolen from me was my sense of self. When mm. I was a kid, I grew up in a culture that really is very good at comparison mm. you know it's all about yeah. comparison when i would when i was in school it was always like who's the best student and i know we have that in western culture as well but really in my iranian culture that's amplified and to its max, to its max. and it's like who's the best who's doing what you better be better than all of them that's how they thought that's they thought this is the way of motivating the child yes to compare like that's how you motivate her or him to or they to rise above yes and and instead for me it had uh i mean it has it's it i can't say it's been all negative i chose to um i chose to grow from from that mm -hmm. weakness so for me like i remember when I would write, say, like four pages, I wrote in five different handwritings. And that's because every time I had a handwriting, I would look to my friends or someone in my class and I would see like, oh, how are they writing? Maybe their print, like literally the way that they print is more beautiful than mine or more Better. acceptable than mine. Mm. And I would 
learn that way too. And so when I would look at my own essay that I would hand write, I, was, I would see like five different people's handwriting. And that's because I couldn't settle in my sense of self. Sense of self. And something that I have reparented myself on is um, comparing myself. So every time that voice, that conditioned voice comes up, I have to talk to it and ask myself to return to my inner guidance system mm. and know that that which is flowing to me is the the way that I should do something or um, and trust that and trust myself trust in whatever it is mm -hmm. um, however one beautiful thing that it has done for me is it's made me want to learn a lot mm. it's made me want to con const Not never be up. never never think that i know enough or i am i am enough no. <laughs> never think that um my journey of learning is over that yeah. it it has pushed me to constantly expand what i know and to know that wisdom is believing in the possibility and fallibility mm. of um all my all my beliefs so i keep myself quite flexible mm -hmm. um because i don't want to miss a thing <laughs> I don't want to miss a thing. I want to make sure that stress. <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's it's one of the reasons why I'm here with you guys today, and I'm able to share what I know um, is because I am constantly learning. Something um, that really helps with that sense of self when you, as you start listening to it and grounding yourself in it, is root chakra meditation. Yes. Root chakra meditation really grounds you in um self-trust self-trust and listening to that voice and trusting that voice and um move and act from that voice and then little by little step by step we learn to uh, see the result and then see that yeah it, it can it can it can be good it can be good or i can make mistakes and that's fine it's okay to make mistakes yeah. and as you go um, and what might be right for me at this point is this way of mm -hmm. doing something or is this direction and I can just settle in it until it no longer serves me and I get the impulse to move to something else yeah. um, and not constantly be in the anxiety of, am I doing this the best is way I can? Is, is it good enough? Um, is it correct? Whose, whose way is more correct than this or better yeah. than this? Um, mm. And it's very, it's very tiring. It's, it's, extremely it's, tiring, it's extremely tiring, which is so great because all these years of learning has helped me to create a new voice that I can reparent that conditioned voice with. Mm. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. What about you? Stolen from me. You want me to cry again? Anusha cried in the Farsi one. <laughs> um, uh, it's something like, um, again, cultural, as you said, yours was like cultural too, but um, no, actually it, is it cultural? It's more political. More political, kind of cultural. The kind of political culture. Yeah, yeah. Um, growing up in a very strictly um, theocratic country, government. Theocratic government, government, yeah, yeah. Um, a government ruled by uh, religion. Just, and just men. And just yes. men, mostly men. Um, a sense of 
being in your feminine energy is very is not being taught um you lose it most most women lose it and for my um my defensive mechanism to be able like the person that I am to be able to survive my defensive mechanism came up with this idea to be more in my masculine energy why do you think that is because well, I wanted that... to survive I wanted to when I hear no I I wanted to be able to push through or not uh be scared of trying and risking and doing things like this and when there's no space to um try things as a feminine energy and there's no space or there's no law to protect you or protect who you are and your identity uh when what um, i'm hearing you say is that that culture did not celebrate womanhood mm -hmm. womanhood femininity and yeah. instead made you have to step into a more masculine energy in order to get your needs met that 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 was me choosing that path i'm i'm sure there's so many of us like us like me but that was my path and for so many years i practiced um that masculine energy of of starting um my day or making decisions from that space from the space of oh i'm i'm getting it no matter what like uh, instead of like sometimes i should i should go into receiving as 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 a woman as a feminine energy Tell some me. people know and some people don't know about the difference between masculine and feminine energy masculine energy has to push through and make things happen whereas feminine energy and i'm not an expert on feminine and masculine mm. energy but what i do know is that feminine energy is more um, the, our power is more in receiving mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. well and being okay with being simply a feminine being. Yeah. Um, whereas femininity in that culture was not celebrated, suppressed, all about servicing covered. the men. Always covered. Yeah. Like you don't even know. I, like to me, this is this was my experience. There's, there's going to be maybe Iranian women that come and come up and watch this video and be like no it wasn't it wasn't that hard for me uh, for us uh, but but it was for so many girls like me it was not taught it was very covered we, there, there was no essence suppressed. of it when very suppressed covered, mean, yeah. covered with clothes covered with everything yeah. like your feminine physically it was taken and, away from you yeah all of that so that was stolen from me the question was like what was stolen that was stolen from me and every day um every time in my life that i have to when i'm making a decision i have to be intentionally so aware of from what space in my heart i'm making that decision from from what space um i'm moving around and uh, uh and it's very it's very hard there, there has been so many times that it's very hard for me to sit in that feminine energy and um even though it's uncomfortable, I just need to be aware of it and be like, no, Anusha, just, just, just be in it and start, start grounding yourself in it. Um, that was, that was what one thing that was stolen from me. There's so many. Next session, I'll tell you more. <laughs> but that's a big one, you know, that's not being one. able to yeah. value the, your nature. Mm -hmm. um, being in a culture that doesn't value your nature, but rather puts it in the context of you're there to serve 
the masculine and the the valuable gender and energy is the masculine so naturally as a woman who is ambitious or has needs like we all do you would go into your masculine energy in order to get your needs met or to be seen as valuable yeah 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 just as simply as simple as getting my voice out just be just yeah. be heard just, just to be, be heard. heard was yeah. difficult as, as a woman as yeah yeah i hear you ah good a little heavy <laughs> let's move on <laughs> um tell us about something you've been pretending that is okay but it isn't okay cave on tell us i know that I know people have different opinions about this, which is why the question is, what have you been pretending is okay? But to me, from what I have learned and seen in life is not okay. Mm -hmm. And that is our, and let me just say before I start that I do not belong to any religion. I am not religious. Um... And what I'm sharing has to do with a personal value of mine, mm-hmm. according to what I've observed. And what I have observed is that our culture in the West and maybe in many places in the world, especially it's really highlighted for me since I've come to America, is the casualness in which we advertise, utilize, and utilize alcohol. I think that... I mean, I grew up in Canada and in Canada, you get alcohol at government stores and they're open from certain time to a certain time and you don't get them in grocery stores. Whereas here in the United States, alcohol is available in CVS at the pharmacy (laughs) and literally everywhere you go, alcohol is available. And I think that if you are utilizing alcohol and it is a drug because it alters the way that you are. Mm You must be really mindful of its consequences and use it extremely responsibly. Mm-hmm. And I think that the way that it's advertised, the way that it's bottled, if you've seen those beautiful bottles and you see celebrities that have their own alcohol and how casual they are or about advertising it, advertising it, Instagram advertising it, I, I think that, or when you just the message that it sends when you're buying eggs and you can buy alcohol the message that it sends is that it's a casual thing and I just don't think that alcohol is casual I have seen it destroy people's lives lives. it changes I mean the the even studies show just a few times a week of drinking one or two glasses affects the brain so intensely it affects your relationships with your family maybe your children maybe you don't even know it yet um I know too many people or or I know too many people that will have one or two drinks and get behind the wheel and mm-hmm. say, I've only had one it's or two okay. drinks. And I think I'm not that drunk. I think you're responsible every time you get on the road. You're responsible to the people on that road and you can't take it casually. So it's been it's been very casual. Your experience, you're saying that it's been very casual here and you're pretending that it's OK because everyone is doing it, but you're not actually OK with it. Everyone is so OK with it. And. I just think that alcohol is also a tool that can be used, but is being misused. Mm. Yeah, and it's very casual, and it shouldn't be casual. I see. I see. I see. One thing that I've been pretending, and I'm not okay with it, I 
I, for so many years of my life, I dealt with, um, workaholism. I was a workaholic and, um, that's, that w it was, it, it was so hard for me to even understand that I am a workaholic. Like I, I thought this is a normal thing. This is how everyone should be. Because you were getting be. benefit from it. Yeah, yeah, because everyone would like celebrate celebrate you. you of how much you're doing in so much like little time or like at young young age you've been doing so much. So I, for so many years of my life, I thought my worth, my worthiness, my enoughness, who I am, and how I identify myself is within in all the amount that I'm doing. And how much I'm like getting back. And then I would move on very fast. And um, I wouldn't even sit in the joy of uh, the, 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 thing, the thing that I received. Uh, it doesn't matter. It, it was in work or it was in a class that I took or it was in sport or anything. I would be in top, top elite of something. And I would just move on to the next level because I was just... On, on the path of doing it, doing it. One day I will feel enough or one day I will feel worthy of. And um, and then my my body started breaking down. Like I started getting very tired too soon. And uh, that was a sign for me to be like... Oh, and panic attacks. And panic attacks. Oh, that, that was, that's a <sighs> different... Because <laughs> chapter, nothing, even though you were doing so much, it still didn't feel enough. No, that was the, because I was moving around and doing things from space of becoming enough or becoming worthy of, from mm. it, rather than rather than I am enough, I am whole, I am part of the consciousness and God and creation and the source, and within that, I'm going to move and share what I am and express this awareness that I have within the art that I bring to life or within the create creative work that I can do. Um, that's the space that I am right now in. That's the space. And, and I mind you that there are days, there are days that I, uh, my conditioned selves, the, my, my left, right, left brain, um, would turn on, get triggered because of certain things and I and I have a step back I go to that uh, workaholic mode and I want to move around from it and the only thing that brings me back is the awareness of oh I've been triggered and I need to be aware of it mm. and I need to move around from joy and if the joy is not going to come in I'm not going to move till I found a reason to be joyful about the thing that I'm about to do Mm, 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 mm. Um, so one thing the question was like one thing that you pretend sometimes that you're not okay with it there are days that I slip and I'm like it's okay I'm just gonna do it even though I'm doing it from the space of anxiety or stress it's okay to work a lot or to be passionate but you're talking about the space that it comes from and you're yeah, also the talking base about of it. yeah what what intention you're moving from and also the fact that because you're moving from an intention that is essentially lack based mm -hmm. um it continues to perpetuate lack even though you've done a lot mm -hmm. yeah that's about Got it. it thank that's you for sharing it. of course since we said several things about our country and culture that we're not happy about, we're, we're going to share something that we like. An important value I draw from my culture. And we both, both said the same, same thing. thing.
which is we're the best in <laughs> um at the way we uh, take care of our guests our hosting abilities mm-hmm. iranians and i think like when you just if any of you know anyone who's iranian and have been to their house or met their mom you will know like we are magnificent hosts um we're so we're, we won't belly dance for you though you can imagine it though um we're such great hosts when you come over the way that we take care of our guests and want to make sure that everyone is having a great time their bellies are not just full but like it, full. it better be coming out of your ears full like full, full. like you better leave not hungry for the next week you know yeah. we want to make sure we got you covered for a week yeah. um and i was also saying like you know i i lived in india for 10 years and indians are very great hospitable hosts as well and they've taught me a lot too about mm. hospitality and i i must give them credit for that as well yeah yeah your turn to talk about our culture the same thing i feel like one, one thing that we have and i said it before is that we kind of step out we put ourselves in their shoes the the guests shoes and feel like what do they want and what would make them feel good more comfortable more comfortable and we uh, deliver we deliver deliver yeah that's the good thing about our culture yeah make sure you have an iranian friend like you need (laughs) and i hope they take care of you yeah and i hope you meet their mom yeah oh (laughs) god and ask them to make you gourmet sabzi Mm, pronounced gourmet Gourmet sabzi but since you can't or you might not be able saying say it is gourmet sabzi there you go okay Last question. The kindest thing anyone has ever done for you. You answer. I answer. I, you know what I thought for a second? I, I hope she sees it. Like, I no wish way. there was a way. Yeah, I wish there was a way for me uh, to send this video to her. You never know. Do you know her full name? Maybe you can announce it here and maybe hey. someone knows her. <laughs> I just know her name is Mrs. Faye. Oh, that's she broad. This, yeah. <laughs> this beautiful Irish woman that when I moved um, when I moved out of Iran, when I was 17 years old, I moved out to London. And um, I didn't know how to speak English. Not even a word. I was very stressed. I was very anxious. Uh, and I rented this room from this house to be able, like, to go back and forth between my school and home. And it was outside of London. I didn't know. I didn't know anything about the city or anything. And um, when the taxi dropped me off and put my suitcases down from the trunk and left, I stood in front of this tiny English uh, ha- old house. And I was very stressed to ring the doorbell and go in. Uh, and it was like dark at night in London in March. And, um, I, I, I was like, okay, they, there's, I have no any other choice. I have to go for it. And then I knock on the door and this tall, beautiful woman, very sweet. Like I cannot put it into words. Opened the door. She had this little dog called Bella. Really? That's yeah. That's cat's name. <laughs> Bella. And, um. She showed me my room. She she had these warm towels for me ready, like if I wanted to take a shower and I have warm towels. 
and 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 she said like let, let me walk you around the like little neighborhood that we were in she showed me everything she was speaking obviously english i had no idea what she's saying like i was just looking at her and looking around and mm. trying to memorize the path of how to go home and how to go to the subway sure. or tube that they call it in london and um the way her energy welcomed me it was like a mother mm. and um and he still like 10 years later more 12 years later still last has it's been with me and um and i feel like that's the energy that we need to have when we see a stranger yes because we're not actually strangers that's oh we're not we're not yeah it's beautiful mm, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so that's I try. Mrs. I try Faye, to have that energy. Mrs. Faye with the, the cute dog named Bella in London. Uh, Please watch this video and yeah, contact me. And just know that you're appreciated and loved. Um, for me, it also has to do with my two moves that I made because I went from Canada to India at one point in my life. I was 22 years old and I needed... Um, uh, I needed a company to give me a job in order to give me a visa so that I could go and do what I want, do, do what I love, and also work part-time at that company so that I can have a foot in the country, all that jazz. Um, and I met these two beautiful brothers that had a company, and they had the most beautiful families um, and they offered on my, on like, they met me like at this, um, at someone's birthday, mm -hmm. my first trip to India, I was there as a tourist and they're like, what are you doing here? And I'm like, Hey, I'm, you know, going to meetings, meeting after meeting with different companies to get hired so I can come down to India and, um, you know, eventually start my own company here. Mm -hmm. And, and what they said to me like immediately as I said they're like we'll 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 hire you we'll sponsor you and I was like um okay like I didn't believe them I couldn't believe that they had nothing really to gain they hardly knew me and they were willing to help me and so I like left and like went back to the country again still looking for my visa their second round of meetings and I happened to run into them and they were like well what happened what happened to you you disappeared and I said I'm still looking for an employer. And they're like, we told you we would employ you. Wow. So you can make dreams come true. And that was one of the kindest things mm. I've ever experienced in my life because they had nothing to receive, truly, truly had nothing to receive back from me and were just giving me a lot. They were giving me a lot. And I remember one thing that I told them, I said like, I don't know if I will ever be able to repay you for this kindness, but I hope that one day when, and both of the brothers had children of their own, I said, I hope that one day when your child is on their journey and they need help, I hope they meet a stranger the way that you guys were a stranger to me, but you held my hand. And I mm. hope that they, on their path, find someone like you, on my path and yeah really technically you were not strangers 
technically we were not strangers <laughs> and and they felt it they, they felt went with it. it and at first my ego didn't let me believe it um mm. but then i received them and, and they are forever two of the most beautiful people maybe you were not in your feminine energy maybe i was not in my I, I, see I, i'm telling you you also know i've been really in my masculine energy in my life as well for other she's reasons still, cultural reasons she's, she's still in her masculine energy Hey. <laughs> um and then the second person was you. Um it was always my dream to move to Los Angeles and I just thought that I don't know when my life I'll get to do that but it was something that I truly wanted for myself and and I thought it would happen in the far future. And uh when I met Anusha the doors just started opening up for me and Anusha mm. Yeah, you gave me the 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 support I needed to lean on to be able to move here and to make my dreams come true and then we started this company together which was also like literally my soul's purpose. Mm. And that was also the fucking <laughs> swore, the freaking kindest thing anyone's ever done for me. Yeah. Yeah. Yay! <laughs> Okay. If this... you thought that this um video was awesome, which I know you did. Um or even remotely good. Um just give us a like. We appreciate and the like. Subscribe likes. to our channel. Subscribe to our channel. Share. Send it over. Send it to your friends who would resonate with this. Yes. Yes. And be sure to check out if sometimes you can't listen to the videos, watch our videos. These are all available on podcasts on your favorite platforms. You can platforms. listen to the podcast. Yes. Yes. On any platform almost that we're available on. Okay, that's it. Have a good it. one. Bye. Bye.